Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Lord, we've asked for your presence and we know that and we are confident that because we have asked, we have what we have asked for. Amen. So the presence of the Lord is here. You say, I can't see him. Yeah. Amen. It's not by feeling, it's by faith. Amen. Praise God. Is anyone here? Is anyone here that says, the Lord has blessed me? Amen. Listen, and I want to I want you to know that there is he he does not add sorrows to his blessings. If you walk in line with the word of God, whatever God has given to you is to keep. Amen. You see, God blesses us. And when he bless us, no man can take away. Let all the demons of this world, let them come together. Let them have a prayer meeting. They cannot take what God has entrusted into your hands. Come now. Come, 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 come. In the name of Jesus, whatever God has given to you is up, is for you to keep. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, rejoice. Amen. In the name of Jesus, it is yours. It is for you to keep. No man can take away. It is for you. It is for you. It is for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. The blessings of the Lord, he does not add sorrows to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, listen. Issues of life does not determine your joy with the Lord. Circumstances of life should not fluctuate your gauge of, of, of your joy. Regardless of every situation in your life, there is an abundance of God's glory that should flow over your life. And if, hallelujah, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you should fear no evil. Why? Because he's with you. Amen. Because things are not the way maybe you want them to be. There's no reason that God is gone on holidays in your life. He never slumbers nor sleep. When he goes on holidays, he comes to you on holidays. Amen. What I mean is he's forever with you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I am so, so excited about what God is doing. And, you know, he's never failed me. My Jesus Christ never failed me yet. Everywhere, Everywhere I, I go, go, I want them well. My Jesus Christ never failed me. And listen, it is true. 
It is true that everywhere I go, I want the world to know that Jesus is a true living Christ. He's alive today, even more alive today than when he lived on the earth. Amen. And as an individual, if you get to know him, all is well with you. Please be seated. See, this month, Easter, this month is when we have Easter, isn't it? Just checking if you know. It's in April, and we decided that we're going to be teaching on prayer. Amen. 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 Yep. It's a month that people are fasting, 40 days fast, and so on, and all for prayer. So it will be good for us to talk about prayers. Amen. Let's, let's open our Bibles to Isaiah chapter. What is that chapter? Isaiah chapter 43. Um, you know, some of these, um, how do I put it? No, no, let me just drop that for now. But some of these people, as soon as you bring a scripture, they just grab it and run with it. And the next thing is they're using it. <laughs> you can laugh. Auntie Joan was just quoting the scripture that I quoted yesterday, and I thought, well, that's good. Amen. Which means that she heard. Praise the Lord. But I came across this scripture when I was um, preparing. We did a little bit teaching at Raymond. I, I, I came across this scripture and I thought, you know, we should really base everything on this scripture. As I thought it, verse 10. Um, I want you to read the B part, the bottom part, which um, it says, it's sort of before. Oh, okay, go on. Just read the whole chapter. So, uh, the whole Isaiah 43, 10. Yeah. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant who I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am, that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. Amen. Amen. God says he is God. And before him... You know, if you can imagine, before the name of God ever came into existence, there was no God formed. In other words, before material to create any God ever existed, there was only our God. And after him, you know, the first, he says, and after me, after me, there is not going to be any other God formed. So don't bang your hopes on the future. It's only your, your past, present, and future is Jehovah God. Amen. 
Someone sent me uh, uh, this video stuff uh, they sent around. And the, 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 a lady, I think from um, um, Asian um, background, you know, is an Asian, um, and she was talking about, and the background is Hindu. The parents were Hindu. And she was talking about that she, she learned 2,000 um, different names of God. Their God. 2,000 names that she had to learn. Because his grandfather was a priest. His great-grandfather was a priest. His father is a priest. In the, and so she's in line and she needs to learn these 2,000 uh, Hindu God's names. Praise the God. But you only know Jehovah. Amen. My point is, there are so many other gods. There is only one Jehovah. Amen. Amen. And so, when we pray, when we pray to this God that we are talking about, that Isaiah talks about, that there is none before him and there is none after him. When we pray to him, you see, he is everything. Are you with me? He is everything. When we pray to this God, we should not have any doubt whatsoever. Because he is everything. He is the source of life. You see, his, his breath into us, that is why we have life. The life that we have is his life that he had breathed into us. That is why we live. I want you to get to know this God and have such an assurance in him. Praise the Lord. Have such an assurance in him. Hebrews 10. You know, when you've got so many notes, you just goes all over the place. Hebrews 10, 22. Hebrews 10, verse 22. <laughs> Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Amen. Praise the Lord. When we pray to this God, we ought to pray to him with, you know, it talks about full assurance. That means that not half a cup of faith. And that's why James says a double-minded individual cannot, will not, and will never receive anything from this God that we are talking about. Now, you might think, you might go somewhere else. 
You might go to Allah. You might go to Hindu. But if we are talking about the God that came to represent, uh, the one that Jesus came to represent, if we're talking about that God, and if you call yourself a Christian and you pray and without faith, full assurance of faith, and you are double-minded, let me announce to you today that you cannot receive and you will not receive from God. It is as simple as that. That is why some believers have no foundation. They have no legs to stand on because they are always, because they can't stand in faith, are always depending on somebody else's faith. God will allow you to depend on someone's faith for a while as a child. As a child in the sense that just being born again. In that spiritual sense as a child. God will allow you to depend on someone's faith. That a person will pray for you and you'll get results for a while. And as you grow, your father Jehovah God wants you to grow up and be independent. You begin to stand on your own faith. Amen. So, we go to God with full assurance of faith. Praise the Lord. And, okay, let me just go. Um, praise the Lord. Jeremiah 29. Now, this is not what I was going to teach, you know. But, this is not what I was going to teach. This is what I was going to teach. But praise the Lord. Jeremiah 29. Read um, verse 13. 30. Yes. Chapter 29, verse 13. Jeremiah 29, verse 30. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Send to us, send to all those in cap captivity, saying, Thus says the Lord concerning. Jeremiah, the Nemlimite, because Jeremiah has prophesied to you, and I have not sent him, and and he has caused you to trust in a lie. Um, I think you you. Is that Jeremiah? Twenty nine. Thirteen. One three. One three. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I heard thirty three zero. <laughs> But it's fine. It's all the word of God. It's all good for you anyway. So don't worry about it. All right, cool. We're just going to back this up a little bit. <coughs> you always find your, you know, your, he's always, he always managed to wingle himself out no, of situation. God, God told me. God told me. <laughs> Amen. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. Amen. The new living translation says with the whole of with the whole of your heart. Amen. <laughs> so we if we're going to pray, if we want to understand God and and know how to seek him, how to communicate with him, how to talk, we're gonna learn how to do that with all our heart. With our whole heart. You know, 
in chi, we say one leg here and the other leg here. And it's like one in the disco and then one in church on Sunday. It doesn't work. And it means that your whole heart is not in it. Amen? But if you, wanna, if, if, if you want to talk to God, if you want to approach God, if you want to ask him for anything, if you want, if you want to fellowship with him for what's any reason at all that you want to go in the presence of the Lord, come on now. What you ought to do is you need to put everything aside. <laughs> Amen. You, uh, you need to put everything aside and focus and have a discussion with your father. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, don't get me wrong, you see. There are different types of prayer. Amen? Now, <laughs> praise the Lord. You know, sometimes you try to hold back. But you listen, when, whenever you are in contact with the father, Give him your whole attention. Now it's different from, you, you know, I'm, you, you're setting up these things, you know, you're setting up the equipment and you're praying in the spirit. That's different. You're building yourself up. You're focusing. You have, you, you know, you're focusing, may, trying to stay in tune. That's different. That's building yourself up. That's focusing. That's trying to stay in tune. That's keeping away from all kinds of distractions. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, when you want to pray, you need to spend quality time with your father. Amen. When you want to pray, you need to spend quality time with your father. And the biggest problem is the five minutes prayer that we do and run out of the house when we're going to work, we think that's enough. And I'm trying to get you to see that, yes, that may fill that gap, but you need to find time and say, you know, the TV is off, the phone's off, the iPads are off, they're off, everything is off, including off. And say so the next hour, the ne no distraction, you know, put a tape on the doorbell, no distraction at all. I'm trying to get a point across, right? That you are going to spend that time with the Lord. Amen. Now, you might have, you might be expecting a call. And whilst you're waiting for the call, you're prompted to just fellowship with the Lord. Hallelujah. But the phone's on. You might get that call. And it's important. Nothing's wrong with that. Fellowship with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Worship him. Thank him for all the good things that he's done. And, and, and thank him for the call that is coming. Amen. Are you with me? Are you getting the balance? See, the trouble with Christians is there are 10 different things that we need to do. And when we focus on one, 
we neglect the nine. But Brad Hagen said, man, I just have to say that. Brad Hagen says that learn to stay in the middle of the road, the center. You go over here too much, you're in error. You go over here too much, you're in error. Learn to stay in the middle of the road. With prayers. There, you know, there are times that you need to just spend quality time with the Lord. And that's what the scripture is talking about. With your whole heart, approach him. Amen. You ought to learn how to do that. You ought to learn how to, you know, kiss her all at school. And you got a couple of hours. What a glorious time to spend with the Lord. Sometimes even, you know, sometimes I draw even the curtains so the light doesn't disturb me. So that the people walking across the road doesn't disturb me. I squish and, and just have an intimate couple of hours with the Lord. It's a life-changing thing. It fills you up. And it makes you relax. And then when you step out, I fear no foe. I fear no foe. I fear no situation. I fear no circumstance. I fear no power. Simply because I have been in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You ought to try it. If you haven't booked for the Easter program, maybe you should book. And if for some any reason, maybe, um, how do I say? For some reason, um, there are times that, you know, funds are not flowing as they should normally. And if that situation, if you're in that situation, still book it and let um, Anne that's taking the name know that, um, yeah, maybe you pay later or something. Or just tell her, tell her that, yes, things are a bit low, and then we'll see how best we can. But we want you all to come on board. Come on board. We're going to spend quality time in the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know some of, the, some of you, your work will not allow you. Now, I don't want you to go, to go and do something silly at work that we have to start praying for you to get another job. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's pray for the other things that we need, about, we need rather than you, know, you messing up your job and then we have to pray for another job. Praise the Lord. Now, let me bring this scripture, and this is where I was going to start. James 4. James 4, 3. James 4, verse 3. You ask and do not receive, because you ask and miss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Amen. When you have that intimacy with the Lord... One of the reasons why our prayers are not answered is because we are asking God to do something for us 
And we are asking for it in a selfish attitude. It is always, Lord, listen, before I went to Rama, I spent five years with Mama. How many? Six. I spent six years with Mama. Before I went to Rama, and it took us about maybe about say nine months to get it all sorted out. For the for the first five and a half years, I never prayed for myself. For the first five and a half years, as when I was with Mama, I never one one time prayed for myself. I didn't need anything. All that I needed. God has done it. I, I, I couldn't possibly see that I had a need. I was more interested in praying for people and them receiving. When I say God has blessed me today, because I was more interested in others, and through that, God blessed me. God bless me, God bless me, God bless me, me and me. Father, bless me, oh, and my household, oh, and bless them again, oh. Bless my children's children, and bless me, and bless me. What about others? What about others? What about others? Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all, anything else that you have need of will be added unto you. Make the service of God your delight and he will make your want his care. Why have we become so selfish? Why can't we Neglect ourselves. Why can't we subst uh, uh, substitute we for that brother who has such a need? God searches the heart. He doesn't look outwardly. He looked inwardly. And we ask and we do, uh, we do not receive simply because we ask amiss and we want to, we, whatever we want is for our own pleasures. That's why our prayers are not answered. So I want to encourage you today, when you go to the Lord, go with somebody if you, if you have a, a major need, at least have somebody else in mind. Amen. Have somebody else in mind. Who are you praying for anyway? Who? What friend are you praying for? Have a friend in mind. Praying for them. Praying for their salvation. Praying for their needs met. And the God that answers all our prayers in due course, 
in due course will answer our prayers. Amen. Praise the Lord. What is it that hinders our prayers? The, most of the time, most and most of the time, if, we, if, if our faith is weak, our faith is weak because of Isaiah 43. Because we do not see God as we should see him. If, if our faith is weak, it's because of Jeremiah 29. We do not approach him. We do not go to him with our whole heart. Why? See, unless you get a revelation. That's why as I says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Bef until you have a revelation of who go this God is, you're just, you're just um, going with the flow. That's why you don't have to say, you're saved. You don't have to tell any, anybody that you've given your life to Christ. What you do, what you do will tell people whether you're saved or not. I know it's true. That's why I'm saying it. Praise the Lord. What you do will make people know. And it's the same thing as Professor and so said, Pastor, we're child of we're tired of Professor and so. Yeah, you 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 haven't even I haven't even started yet. Listen, if you are a prophet, you don't have to broadcast that you're a prophet. Your work will show you up, which tell you whether you tell people whether you're a prophet or not. Amen. Praise the Lord. The label really doesn't matter. It's what is in the jar or what is in the container that makes the difference. Amen. You can take a, 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 a label of a tomato can and, and put an orange label on it. When you open the can, it will still be tomatoes, not an orange. Praise the Lord. So the label, to, to say I'm professor and so makes no difference. And I thank God the people here that hear me will not be deceived. You will not be deceived. And if you get deceived, it's your own fault. Oh, don't blame me. I've warned you enough. Amen. There are crooks, there are hooks. They want it, you know, uh, they, will pro they will prophesy your pocket. They will prophesy your pocket into their pocket. Amen. Glory to God. So, if you, if you are praying amiss, it means that You are praying wrongly. 
It means that you are praying badly. And this may shock you, but if really the prayer is evil. If you're praying selfishly, it's evil. Praise God. We are changing. Amen? We are changing. We are becoming more and more either each other's keeper. We are becoming more and more kingdom-minded. Amen? More and more. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm, you know, when, when the one that holds the key of your breath that you breathe. When he switch off, when he cuts off his supply, everything that you have become useless to you. D did you know that? Yeah, but what they'll put in your coffin, the nice cloth that when you wear, go there you wear, nice suit that they'll put on you, give you a good bath and all that, and all that, and the nice casket that they will buy. When I went to bury my mother, please forgive me, help me. When I went to bury my mother, the nice, the casket that we bought when they were putting the thing in the, in the grave, they break it up, destroy it, so that somebody can't can come and steal it. What a waste of money. What a waste of money. Let's be reasonable with our expenses. Let's be wise. See, we Christians, we ought to set example, not the well certain example for us to follow. Somebody ought to start. We ought to set a, a good example. There are children at home that never went to school because they had nobody to pay their school fees. Yet in the family, when it comes to a funeral, they have every money to spend. They can't afford to pay for that school, that child's school fees. Yeah, the mother is there. Let the mother pay. The uncle, let the uncle pay. Me, I no go pay. But when it comes to food, that child's mother die, grandmother die. I have every money to show off. Why? Where's our brains? See, selfishness. Want to make a public show. Please, let us stand and make that difference. That we're not going to follow this suit. We are not going to follow this suit. I heard... That Billy Graham, 
when he died, lots of you know the story. He said it was a guy who was in prison who used just an ordinary, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, plywood and made his box. Billy Graham put the thing in. Billy Graham. My point is, Christians can afford, but that was what he wrote and left. And they followed it up. Doesn't want anything. It's going in the grave. It's going to rot. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss. You ask for evil intention. Church, it's time we make a difference. It's time we make a difference. It's time we make a difference in society. Wherever you have the say, and listen to me carefully, when you have the say, because in our culture, in our tradition, Sometimes you don't have a say. Amen? And that you need to respect that. But when you have a say, then you lay your, you know, you lay your cars down. But when they have the say, let them have their say and let them pay for it. Not them having their say and you paying for it. Are you with me? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do, but I'm not paying for it. And you see, if you know the God that you serve, based on your relationship with God, you can stand up against all of them. I, I can't, I'm not going to interfere with what you want to do. You do what you want to do, but as far as I'm concerned, that's me here. Pastor Fuller is told all the family. Whatever happens, we, we're not gonna we're not gonna follow the world system. You know? And, and, and he's gonna go to Nigeria and spend four days with his mother. Four days, buy a ticket, go. He said, that is worth more than when he died, spend 500 pounds to buy a casket and put him in, her in. Yeah, 5,000. Are you with me? I don't know why I ended up here, but you know, we, you, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss. God's not going to bless you if you're wasting it. God's not going to, you see, you can't pay your tithe, you can't give a good offering because you're wasting the money elsewhere. And it's unprofitable. Praise the Lord. 
Well, we're going to be talking about prayer. And um, we're going to be trying to help you to pray effectively. We're going to try to help you to change your style when it comes to prayers. Amen. You know, years back, there was a lot of teaching about early morning, spending an hour with the Lord before you set up. Some of us are still doing it. Some of us are not. But it's a good way of starting your day. It's a very good way of starting your day. Get acquainted with the Lord first, and then you step out of the house. Now, for some reason, that's not working for you. Don't let the day end without actually spending quality time with the Lord. Amen. It is good to have that intimacy with the Lord. That's where your confidence are built. Amen. So we're going to speak. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.